Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the nat day? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Harry J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, you! That's my name! Yeah, let's go to the punk show. Introducing for your listening pleasure. Here it is, here we go, episode 71 of the High Fives Podcast. The truth is out there. Michael? Nathan? How are you? I'm all right, minus the lingering smoke filling our city. It's a conspiracy. (laughs) Everything's a conspiracy. That's right. That's what I learned about about this topic, is everything's a conspiracy. Well, let's share that topic. The top five songs connected to... A conspiracy is that is that a good connected yeah that's a that's a great way to to connected connected okay good because we know how much everyone doesn't like when we get too specific when we get too specific or we get too esoteric people don't like that (laughs) what are the day calendar nate (laughs) yeah (laughs) are you impressed i am good uh then it worked um thank you for the christmas gift <laughs> but like when you when you use words like connected to well then it starts to broaden that brush out a little bit and we're here for you the listeners so you know we, we like to make things easy we like to make things engaging and that's where you come in mike well i'm not easy or engaging <laughs> I like no, to make no, things. Not. I like to make things complicated for no reason at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty broad topic. Yes. Depending on where you fit in the world, like I feel like in today's day and age, in the year twenty twenty one, like anything could now and likely is being argued that it's a conspiracy. And the worst thing is, you can find a group that'll agree with you and go with it. Like right. That community is ready and waiting like, I to know support we, you. I know we've talked about this before, but like, I really miss old conspiracy stuff. Like when I was a yeah. kid, kid, I loved Unsolved Mysteries and I liked Supernatural yeah. stuff. And I liked thinking about like, oh, maybe the moon landing's fake or maybe there's alligators in the sewer or maybe Michael Jordan didn't or quit the NBA because of a gambling problem. Like, Right. <laughs> and I like I like like aliens and cryptozoic creatures, all that kind of stuff. Like, it was fun to think about it. It was even fun to think about the Kennedy assassination. Like, oh, maybe there's something way more crazy. The but good ne- old days but like, of conspiracy. But like you didn't really ever really think much of it other than an entertainment value or like candid conversation you had with some friends. Sure. Or and now it's politicized. And that's right. like that's the major problem is everything's politicized. So, well, I mean, aliens was always politicized, right? But that one was even fun for a time. I feel like that was the most kind of like triggering for people was aliens. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, it's triggering. I mean, some of them are triggering. I mean, the people that some of the people that 
allegedly this stuff happens to, I'm sure it's triggering to them anyway. Allegedly. But, uh, allegedly. I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, I'm a big skeptic with most things other than I flat, saw, other than the earth being flat. Cause that one right. makes a lot of sense. Right. Right. And so your t-shirt would echo. Yes. Um, <laughs> I saw something on Twitter the other day and it, it was like a, a big campaign. Like it, it was multi photos of all kinds of different people in a group carrying signs, like talking about how birds are fake. And I looked at it and was like, this can't, this can't be real. Like this, there are not people that believe that birds are fake. And sure enough, there was like, you know, there was text going along with it saying like, you know, the government has created birds as a way to like monitor us and stuff. And, and it was like, it, it was later, you know, confirmed that this was just like a group of people like making fun, like pulling a joke. Oh, okay. But like, I feel like that's fairly dangerous in today's world. Like, yeah. You know, that that old joke of like Sasquatch or that old like, you know, uh, urban legend of of Nessie, you know, like <laughs> those those were fun. And it's it's no longer fun, like the whole conspiracy thing. It's it's a loaded like negative word now, as opposed to kind of like like you say, like that, like. I don't know. There was that mystique that surrounded it before. Yeah, for sure. And it was like, yeah, again, it was just conversation pieces. It was like, oh, what if this is the case? But you never really put much like stock into something like that because you're just like, oh, that's crazy. But yeah, it'd be fun to think about this is real, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's in the off chance it's real. Like maybe they didn't go to the moon. Maybe Stanley Kubrick filmed it. And like you, Like we were saying before, like those right. t-shirts are hilarious. And maybe there's some stuff that line up for it. But it's just gone to the point where like, People, because they post on the internet and they find other people that agree and they make it credible to some degree. And like, even doing this, you can get lost. Like, I did a lot of listening to conspiracy podcasts during this. And as skeptical as I am, when you're listening to it, you're like, oh, that kind of makes sense. And then you're like, no, wait, that's stupid. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, right. like, do you remember the first time someone told you that they thought the earth was flat or like you knew somebody that was like, believe that? Like in recent events like I don't in, think I ever in heard recent it when, times like, I don't think I ever heard it when I was younger even other than like Christopher Columbus times right <laughs> right <laughs> but like I don't think I remember hearing anybody ever being like uh like citing and then all of a sudden it became a thing and like legitimate yeah. people like you were like how do you not how do you think that and these are people you like trusted and or, or liked as friends or like right. athletes or something you're just like what like what's going on who's giving credibility to this shit right well and what does what does anyone have to gain by convincing people that the earth is flat i, I don't where's know the that. gain i don't that's what i well i guess in that one for sure is not a thing but like i don't know if you saw the documentary q into a storm i don't think so it's basically about how QAnon started and like okay. it's ties to like message boards and all this stuff. And like, I think at the heart of it, some of these people s think it's real. There's money being made. That's some of it. There's people that are having a good time just with it, <laughs> like being like, but I don't think they understand the dangers of it. And I think it got too big <laughs> that it became even more dangerous than it ever should have been. Well, that's just the thing. Like with, with like this whole joke of like birds aren't real, like, and that's how things like QAnon start. Yeah, exactly. So the, so right? now someone takes that and then they go and then they say, oh, my doctor, my doctor worked with the government and he says it's true. And then somebody's mom reads that and is like, well, a doctor said it. Why would they lie? My, this is a credible <laughs> source. 
Right. 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 And it just goes and goes and goes. And then and we end up where we are now with this like a fucked up world where we can't even get through a pandemic with like where we listen to science to try to get us out. Instead, we're listening to like a fucking bonkers like chiropractor tell us that vaccines aren't all right. And like a large chunk of people like, oh, well, that chiropractor seems to know what they're talking about. <laughs> what What is a science, Mike? Can you just can you clarify that for us? A science? Yeah. What is a science? I don't know what a science is. <laughs> I did learn that cryptozoic is a, the science of studying like mythical creatures. Is that right? Yeah. There's an actual science to studying well, mythical creatures. Science is a <laughs> credible science is a, is a, would be giving it too much credit. Okay. <laughs> so Nate, um, what have you been listening to? Oh, listen to that segue. That was a poor segue. <laughs> but an attempt nonetheless. And that's part of your New Year's resolution. Well, we could talk all about, we could keep going on, but we can just talk when we talk about the the conspiracies that are tied to our songs. We can talk when we talk, Mike. That's that's a good time, I talk, think. Talk, talk. Uh, well, let me start off with uh, a band all about talking. Uh, the band is called Talk Show Host. How do you like that segue? <laughs> that was perfect. I don't think we should have taken me off the segues. Yeah, but, you probably you should know, You've got to, you've got to. I gotta you've learn. Gotta stretch your wings. What you if know, you've got to? What if you quit? You got to fly. <laughs> what if you quit on me and I got to keep going? Right. Yeah. You gotta. This is your training. Yes, right here. Uh, it's a brand new album. It came out uh, in 2021. Uh, the album is called Mid Century Modern. Uh, it's their debut full length. I don't know if you knew that, Mike. Follow up to two EPs. They're a Toronto band. Um, they're on Wiretap Records, and it feels like a Wiretap record. Like, do you feel like Wiretap Records kind of has a sound? You know, like. Like fat used to have a sound or epitaph used to have a sound like wiretaps definitely got like a sound. And I don't mean that it all sounds the same, but like when you hear a band from that label, you're like, oh yeah, they're, they're from wiretap. Yeah. I see that for sure. I, I get to me, wiretap kind of reminds me of like vagrant records. Okay. Do you get, do you see that parallel? Like I, at one point I was like, are the guy, are the people that ran vagrant running wiretap? I always felt like vagrant, like had a bigger like hardcore roster than maybe I guess I associate bands like get up kids and alkaline with vagrant Mm. and things like that. And like automatic seven is pretty varied, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) I'm not going to, I'm not going to say you're wrong or you're right on a subjective topic, Mike. All right. Not going to do it. That's what I like to hear. It doesn't feel like it sounds like anyone else like it's definitely got its own vibe it's a mid-tempo pop punk kind of record but i really like it um it's definitely caught my ear yeah cool i like that you're listening to it Mm -hmm. um my next pick uh for what i've been listening to is discomfort creature this is seven songs you call it an ep or a full length or is it in the gray area that's a that's a super gray area hey right it's very gray Mm-hmm. It's very gray. It's they're they're short songs too, so I'm leaning more towards the EP side of things. That's fair. Yeah, I I don't know that that's an actual like measurement for EPs, but like it's as close to a measurement as I can become. Um, it's got kind of like uh, Green Day vibes, kind of like uh like older Green Day, um, kind of like Gamut's vibes, um, very like fast pace for the most part 
really solid songwriting, great songs. And I think the reason that it has like those gamuts vibe is because uh, Chris Fogel of the gamuts actually is, is in this band. Well, that'll, that'll help that <laughs> so for sure. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah. that'll do it. Uh, and the last one, I mean, I feel like we haven't done this in forever and I couldn't remember what I'd talked about before, but I feel like we, we've had some people on the show, so we haven't really done this in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, there could have been like 20 records that I, I talked about here tonight, but I'm going to limit it to three, Michael, because right. we've got, a, we've clearly got a lot to unpack with the conspiracy theories. Um, the last one is the new raging Nathans. Oh, so Waste good my heart it is good it's really good um less than a year from their last full length which is absolutely bonkers to me um it's crazy did you see that they released another two songs the other day that's crazy yeah i'm like what's going on there that's a lot it's not like this is a b-sides record either this is a complete dis not disconnect but it's like a completely different album with a completely different sound and vibe than last year's yeah i think this one's even better i i like last year's a lot but i think this one's like significantly better i i don't know if it's better but i would say it's it's got a different sound um i think it's more of an accessible sound and like instantly transported back to like that late 90s early 2000s skate punk the kind you hear in tony hawk <laughs> I mean, without vocals, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That was the first conspiracy. (laughs) The first ever. It's it's number one on the list of conspiracies the world has seen. That's your Mandela effect. Is that right? Yeah. Do you know what the Mandela effect is? I don't. I don't think so. But I have a feeling you do. I do. Okay. (laughs) The Mandela effect is basically like this idea that there's like alternate time basically i don't know if it's an alternate timeline thing but like stuff is shifted in time so like but we still have blips of memory of things from before but when you like actually look it up it's not true like so like spelling of berenstein bears or oh right like the, okay the sunglasses on the raisin bran cereal yeah yeah like yeah okay so your your mandela effect is whether or not there was vocals in tony hawk okay yeah, I, I can I can get behind that. At least there's there's like a, a reason. There's some science behind it, yeah. right? Yeah, science. Yeah, credible science. That's it, Mike. That's all I've got for you. That's what you got. That's what you got. All right. Well, Nathan, I've been listening to quite a bit, as usual. And uh, the first one is the Von Eriks. Do you know the Von Eriks? Um, I mean, I know the wrestlers and I've watched their episode on Dark Side of the Ring, but I don't know the band, the Von Eriks. So the Von Eriks are, from what I can tell, a uh, like super group of like pop punk bands. I don't know which ones, who's actually in it, but it's on Mom's Basement Records. Uh, the album is called First Blood Match. It's like pop punk Ramones core with a wrestling theme. So you kind of checked all the boxes for me. I think you would Pretty enjoy niche. Yeah, I think you'd like it. <laughs> especially since i know you've been watching dark side of the ring so all these sort of things kind of melt together is it just about the von erics no too? no 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 like oh it's not there's a song about jim Neinhardt. there's a song about okay macho man and hulk hogan doing blow so they expanded their their theme yeah i suppose beyond just the von, the erics. von erics so it's not just like the the randy savages no where they're very much more specific about their their namesake 
This is more of a WWF because it wasn't even WWE at the time. That's right. That's centric, right. Centric album. <laughs> good, good. The next one's The Real Sickies, Love is for Lovers. Um, they're from Edmonton. I think this might end up being a top 10 for me. It's a really solid album. Like, When's the last time you did a top 10, Mike? Okay. Nate, Let's call it what it is. Let's get the scientists in the room. The Power 100. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's much more, that's much closer to the actual, um, the actual premise of your Mike's Power 100 show. of uh, 2021. <laughs> that's right. That's anyway, right. Anyway, uh, they're from Edmonton. It's out on Stomp. Uh, if you like the previous Real Sickies albums, you'll probably like it. Uh, it's a little crisper, a little bit more production put into it, I think. Yeah, know. I'd say so. I, I really like it. I think it's a great album. Yeah, I, I'm big on it. Uh, next one's a band called Total Wolf. The album's Nobody Loves You. They're a punk thrash band from Medicine Hat. It features Jeff of the Browns and Showdown 76. Uh, it's put out on Wasted Wax last year. I kind of forgot about it. Uh, and then I was watching the Kiss documentary that A&E put out a couple weeks ago, and it kind of put me back in a Kiss mood. So I was putting together a Kiss playlist and I forgot that Total Wolf covered Black Diamond on this, which got me listening to the album and it's been on uh, on repeat for me. So not just the cover, the whole album. It's really good. Uh, it's better than I even remembered it. So last one is a band called Bicycle Inn. The album is This Time and Place, I'll Never Know. They're an emo indie rock band from Boston. And if you're into like kind of emo revival bands the last few years, I think this would be your jam. And that's, that's my, uh, what I've been listening to, Nate. Wow. I feel like you really compressed that into like top choices. Just had to, I had to fit it in the time slot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. The advertisers appreciate it too. Oh, you know, the advertising's coming out. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Do you want to do it tonight or do you want me to do it? You can do it. Let's just skip it tonight. Okay, okay. they don't. They don't they, care. Their check hasn't cleared yet. <laughs> well, I took the money. Yeah. <laughs> How do you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just me that thought the check didn't clear. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm glad this stuff always gets aired out in in the recording. It's just a conspiracy against you. Yeah, it's important. Mike, my, my first choice tonight is of the fun loving variety. All right. It's it's of a conspiracy, an age old conspiracy, let's say. A conspiracy from yesteryear, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> now, some people, depends on who you talk to, might think that this was obvious. And I agree. On some level, if you thought of it, it would be obvious. But it took me a while to think of it. Like it was weeks. Because I think we talked about, maybe we didn't talk about this weeks ago. Feels like I've been picking this episode for weeks. But like, it did not, this is not an instant click. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's that obvious. But maybe you do. Maybe others out there do. So once again, this is a song about a mythical creature. And that mythical creature, or urban legend, maybe not mythical, I don't know. A conspiracy of sorts, Michael. This creature is called the Chupacabra. Oh, yeah. Does that seem obvious to you? Uh, well, it wasn't or Are you just thinking of it right now for the very first time? Uh, 
it did come up once in my head, but then I one time, but like really briefly, like was barely a thought, barely a thought. But it's like if it's what I think it is, it's a good pick. Well, it's the song's called Chupacabra. It's by uh, local hometown heroes, Chicks Dig It, off the album Born on the 1st of July, which really ties in this whole episode because we're recording this in July. That's that's quite the tie-in, Nate. Right? You did a good job there. Full disclosure, this, this song is likely a metaphor for something else. Um, <laughs> but, you know, who, who am I to say? The, the song's titled Chupacabra. The chorus states, it's going to reach, going to reach, going to reach right out and grab ya. On face value, this this fits. The chupacabra could do that. Do you know what a chupacabra is, Mike? Yeah, it's kind of like a little, like, uh, bat, bat, like, uh, demonic dog thing, right? Well, kind of. It's, I've it's seen pictures a- of it, or like drawings of what pictures <laughs> i've seen technical photographs but it's from Me- of the mythical creature from, called it's from the chupacabra mexico right well it's it's all over the americas actually oh interesting. south america's north america they've seen them in maine they, they? allegedly i feel like there was there was a story about a new jersey chupacabra well there's the new Jer- which- there's a jersey devil Oh, the Jersey Devil. Right. Yeah. Right. Not the same as the Chupacabra, though I feel like they're similar. I think they might be similar. Maybe just a different name. Nonetheless, um, a Chupacabra is described as a being that drinks the blood of livestock. Nice. Um, Often like described as as similar to a dog, um, which was what you were describing. It's also been described as a lizard. Or even an alien. Yeah. So I think all the all three of those are very different. <laughs> None of them really line up to to being the same thing. That's a pretty broad spectrum of what the chupacabra looks like. An alien an alien dog lizard. Well, we don't know what aliens look like, so. Or dogs or lizards. <laughs> or the combo. So who knows? Who knows what it looks like? Something like the chupacabra is almost easier to believe in because you can be like, well, we don't know all the animals that are around. So maybe there is an animal right. that like is hunting like cows at night. You know, I feel like it's a mangy wolf. Yeah, like I, mean, I feel like pro- that's the obvious answer to what a chupacabra yeah, probably. is. I, there are communities out there that that scream conspiracy when you say anything about a chupacabra not being real. Well, there will always be communities. <laughs> there will always be communities, Mike. What's your number one? All right. The first one I went with is an obvious one. Uh, it's the Misfits and the song Who Killed Marilyn. Do you know much about the Marilyn Monroe conspiracy? You know, I don't, but I feel like there's mostly conspiracies tied to most celebrities that die with any level of suspicion. Yeah. So Marilyn Monroe was found dead in her room on August 5th, 1962. Uh, She was allegedly found naked with a phone in her hand and pills spilled all over the floor. It was deemed a suicide immediately, but right right away people started saying it maybe had something to do with someone else. Um, Hence the whole... who killed Marilyn conspiracy theories. The most common being that it had something to do with the Kennedys because Marilyn allegedly had affairs with both John and Bobby Kennedy. Um, So some of the theories include that they killed her to shut her up. Um, Another one is that she died doing drugs with Robert Kennedy and he uh, covered, covered it up as a suicide. Another one says the CIA and the mafia 
killed her to hurt the Kennedys. Uh, and they just basically get more and more crazy as that goes on with what happened to that she might not even be dead, uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, right. But like most conspiracy theories, it was probably just an overdose and a suicide by someone who was having depressive issues and addiction issues. I mean, that that sounds like the most logical. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, the misfits uh, are really tied to Marilyn Monroe and Danzig wrote this song uh, about it. And even the song has a little bit of conspiracy because Danzig recorded it himself and released it without Jerry O'Doyle and it became a big flashpoint between all of them. So, you know, standard Misfits drama. The original version is only on a 45, um, but I used one off the Misfits box set and I'm not sure if that is that version or something else. I don't know who's, a re I can't remember who actually recorded on it. If it's just the Danzig version or did Danzig do it with somebody else? I don't know. Uh, again, I think it's one of those things. There's a lot of weird stuff about some of the recordings of the Misfits because Danzig just was kind of a recording machine and then he would release it as Misfits and then later on say like, well, those guys weren't on it. So it's really just my song. Anyway, that's how. Oh, Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> He's the original Glenn. <laughs> OG Glenn. Chupacabra. Chicks dig it. And? The Misfits. Who killed Marilyn? Possibly just Glenn Danzig. You can't say that. <laughs>
was a choice cut, Mike. Real choice cut you had there. Yeah, I got to stop using the Misfits. I use them too much. Do you? Do you use them a lot? I feel like I do. But I feel they work, like they worked for this topic so well. Because like, I kind of use a like bullet too. This is about Kennedy's assassination. So much. Yeah. So much depth in that pick, Mike. Yeah. You had to use it. Had to. My next one is still in line with the fun-loving conspiracies of years gone by, um, but arguably the less fun of the bunch. This one's about aliens, Mike. Ooh. The Great Conspiracy. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, and the song is We're Not Alone. The band is The Setbacks off of the album Dead Reckoning. And uh, there's not really much more to say. It's very forthright in its discussion of aliens. Uh, there's really no further dissection needed of this song. Um, I've never really been one for the interest of aliens. How about you? Are you an alien guy? You like that stuff? Uh, like I said, when I was younger, I was always into that kind of thing. I think it's just been ruined a little bit. Um, do I believe in aliens? Like little gray guys or green guys? Probably not. Uh, do I think it's absurd to think that we're the only intelligent creatures or living creatures in the entire galaxy? I think there's a probability that something else is out there, whether it's, but I don't think it's like E.T. or like. Right. <laughs> or I mean, Elf. wouldn't it be great if they were, if it was E.T. as opposed to like the aliens from a quiet place? <laughs> yeah. Or Predator. Like, you don't want Predator around, but. No, could, I'd much like, prefer E.T. Or Elf. I mean, Elf's a cool guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, no one likes cats anyways. Yeah. If, if Elf showed up, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like things like that, I guess I, I enjoyed. But like, I, I don't know. I, I've never really ca cared much for for aliens, like within pop culture, movies, TV shows, that kind of stuff. Like, you know, there's the the occasional X-Files that was enjoyable. I think like, yeah. do you remember that movie Fire in the Sky? I was just going to, I was literally just going to say, I think that's one of the only movies I've ever been super scared about. Yeah, and I like I feel like I should watch it again now I and see if it holds scary. up. I doubt it's scary anymore. <laughs> but like that was the one that I always remembered as like a scary alien movie. Yeah, totally. I was I was scared of that one. I remember seeing it in the, at Cell Center movie theater and being like terrified that night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's only been like a handful that I that I really have enjoyed. I watched The Quiet Place 2 the other night. Have you watched that one yet? I haven't seen part two yet, but I did notice it was on Amazon, so I was stoked because... It is, yeah. I liked the first one quite a bit, and I didn't think I would. Yeah, I'm, I was a little bummed I, I couldn't see or didn't see it in theaters because I remember seeing the first one in theaters, and like it was an experience, right? Because it's so quiet. Mm -hmm. And then when those speakers kick in... My God. Um, so it wasn't like, I mean, it still had its jarring moments for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it wasn't quite the theater experience in the second installment of it. So that's it. That's it, Mike. That's all I have to say about aliens, aliens and, and this second choice. <laughs> okay. Well, my next choice um, is about the blood moon prophecy. Do you know what the blood moon prophecy is? Wow. Uh, is it a prophecy or is it a conspiracy, Mike? Well, there's a little bit of both. All right. I, I love a little bit of both. So, Salt and pepper. So basically, <laughs> Blood Moon Prophecy is like standard end of the world biblical stuff, right? Like, I, I can't remember. 
I love how you called that standard. You know, just well, your standard apocalypse. Well, it's like, uh, it's, I believe it's in Revelation where they say something about the the world, a sign of the world ending is the moon's going to turn blood red. So I think, I think it's also in Zelda on Switch, well, Breath probably, of the Wild. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so of course some people have taken this very literal and there's like this whole big like conspiracy about what the blood red moon's going to come and do and if it's going to when is it a sign of the end of the world and, and a few years back there was a bunch of Christian preachers that made some money off this by like creating books and predicting dates like I don't know if you remember it would have been like maybe four years ago when there was like a big thing they're like these preachers all predicted the world's going to end on this day because the, the lunar eclipse and the blood red moons are going to line up uh, of course it didn't. So, you know, is this d- red hot moon by rancid? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, basically, uh, if you did any sort of science research, there's a reason for blood moons and stuff, but you know, why worry about science? <laughs> what is a science? Yeah. We don't know what science is. Uh, but the song I picked was called, it's called blood red moon. It's by the Dahmers. Uh, this, ah. The Dahmers, it's not specifically about this idea of the blood red moon, but throughout history, there's like a theory that blood blood red moons are evil and there's like a lot of mysticism involved with like witches and occult stuff. So this song soars, sort of is about that more, but it ties it all in together. Um, the song rips, the conspiracy doesn't. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's That's a great tagline. Yeah. That should have been... What they used to sell the album. <laughs> anyway. At the old HMV. Yeah. The old HMV. Still exists in, in the UK. Does it? Yeah. That seems like a conspiracy. <laughs> Records are a conspiracy. To we're, steal your money. <laughs> we're not alone. The setbacks. And? The Dahmer's Blood Red Moon.
I gotta keep the alien thing going. Nice. Uh, just for another moment here. Um, this was a this was a band I left off a list once upon a time, and um, I I never forgave myself for leaving them off that list because they really did belong on that list. Um, this album is is their only album that they put out, and it came out nearly twenty years ago, which blows my mind. Um, but this album is still a banger. Like I, I listened to it. In, in searching out this song, because I figured there's got to be something on this album. Uh, the band is Boxcar Racer. Ooh. And the song is All Systems Go. It's about aliens? I didn't know that. Well, I don't know that it's exactly about aliens, but knowing what we know today about Tom DeLonge, <laughs> there's probably <laughs> more songs on this album about aliens than we know. Yeah, probably. It's 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 definitely safe to say it's about government conspiracy of some sort because that's actually in the lyrics. The government is lying. That makes sense. So I would say He's, likely aliens is what this song is about. Likely. I don't like, I don't have confirmation, but likely aliens. Alleged yeah. not even allegedly. I mean, I guess I'm alleging, but likely is what I'm comfortable with. Stop alleging aliens. But <laughs> You know what's crazy about Tom DeLonge and aliens is the fact that the government is now supporting his information of aliens and being like, yeah, I mean, what he's got is right. That's what we have. <laughs> like, what? I hope there's somebody in the White House that was just like a big Blink-182 fanboy and was like, Tom, Tom, I got something for you. It's just, it's so crazy to me because I feel like that guy was like put on an island as like that guy. You know, yeah, he, like, somehow, he somehow came out being more sane. Right? Like, it's it's crazy. I, I feel like Angels and Airwaves probably has even more songs about, you know, that that yeah. kind of, uh, those kinds of discussions. Um, but I never really got into that band, Angels and Airwaves. I feel like they're a band I, I enjoy when I hear like a song. Like when they release a single, I'm always like, oh, that's a really cool song, but I could never listen to a full album of them. Why not? Like what, what, what's it's just, the, it's too much. Like it's like, is it all the same? Is that what it is? Like, does it all just it, kind of run into one another? Yes and no. I don't know. It just feels long. Like they feel long and drag, drug out. Dragged I feel out, like drug out? dragged out. I think, I don't okay. think it's drug. Well, maybe there's, drug, maybe there's drugs involved too. Maybe. I feel like they're kind of like Coheed and Cambria. Yeah. But Coheed's got like more like, Interesting. They've interesting got stuff more. Going on. Okay. Yeah. More to them. The the I think the interesting thing about Boxcar too is that like, I mean Tom's voice is very like identifiable, um, but the the music of Boxcar was so different to Blink One Eighty Two. I mean, definitely Blink kind of like shifted in that way to having more of like that Boxcar sound. But mm -hmm. I feel like when when Boxcar Racer came out, it was a big departure, despite his voice. And like that whole album is like very different. Like each song is really different. I might have to listen to it again. Like I, I liked it. I liked it a lot when it came out. Who's in the band again? It's Tom, Travis. Travis, yeah. And I don't know who the other guy is. I think it's just a three piece though. Yeah, I can't remember. Because there was also Plus 44 came out at that same time too, right? Which is like Mark's other one, right? Right around that time with Travis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was totally the kid being trans 
transported between mom and dads. <laughs> You're at mom's this week. You're at dad's next week. He's a poster boy for why that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> there you go. There anyway, you go. I should get to my pick, unless you want to talk more about Boxcar Racer. That's it. That's all I want to say about Boxcar Racer. All systems go. Um, we don't know that it's a song about aliens. I'm, I'm saying likely. Likely so, about aliens. This works because my next song isn't specific about the conspiracy. Okay. But it's an overall idea of something big and sinister out there controlling things. So I think that's a constant in conspiracy theories, um, especially heightened nowadays with like the far right and COVID and Q and all that shit that something's controlling governments or people. Um, the song is Dream Police, originally by Cheap Trick, but I went with No Use for a Names version of it. That's a great choice, Mike. That's a that's a great pull. So I thought a song about a paranoid man who's convinced his dreams are being monitored and driving him insane is... Uh, fit everything for this topic. nice yeah. wow and i'm uh, impressed i'm impressed by that pull mike and i like the sound clip that they use from fast times in the no use thing because anytime i hear dream police it's the first thing i think of <laughs> you gotta hear the tunes <laughs> damone did you think of <laughs> did you think of <laughs> did you think of cheap tricks version first and then yeah look, like search out to see if, like, did you, did you no, I knew, re- remember I knew, No Use did it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. I, I remember. I like Cheap Trick a lot, so, but I figured No Use fit better for our podcast than using Cheap Trick. <laughs> I, I would, you know, I mean, it's on brand. No yeah. Use is much more on brand. Yeah. It's a great pull, Mike. I really like it. Thank you, Nathan. It might be the pull of the episode. We should, we should maybe start doing that. And it could sound like word of the day on Pee Wee's playhouse like where everyone just goes crazy it's the bull of the episode ah! <laughs> what do you think i like seeing you do that <laughs> but we would have to converse about what we're doing before then to, to decide oh, which one's the we pull. could just do it live or you could just decide which one's the pull <laughs> like i i know without without knowing what the rest of the, the podcast holds, that that's the pull of the podcast. All right, all right. Anyways, all systems go. Boxcar Racer and... Dream Police, no use for a name.
the tunes. I want you to want me. The dream police. Da -da 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 -da. take a break from the aliens now mike i'm actually going to take a full-blown departure the All aliens right. are are done do you have any alien choices coming up i do alien eight by Lagwagon, maybe oh, i didn't even think about that one that's a good pull it's not really about conspiracy but i like that song i well it's about aliens and aliens are co about conspiracy is alienated about cons aliens i thought it was about like I, I don't know it's on double platinum right yeah i yeah. mean I don't think it's about aliens. Maybe it is. Either way, it's probably not. It's probably not about aliens, but it has the name alien in it. This is true. We also I could would, have picked I, Alien Ant Farm. No, that's a band name. That's not a song. <laughs> that's there's a difference. I would I would accept Alien Eight by either Lagwagon or the Mad Caddies oh. or Joey Cape. There's three versions of it out there. Oh. I prefer the lag wagon version the best i think they're they're all standard and good they're they're all standard and good okay <laughs> 
This one is much more an interpretation, Michael, of the topic. This one is where the connecting, the not top five songs about conspiracies, but rather top five songs connected to the conspiracy. I like it. I like it. That's where this that part comes That's, in. This is your conspiracy board with like pins and pictures and strings yeah. tying everything together? Yeah, into a central theme in the middle. All right. This is where the Rand Corporation takes over. This, <laughs> the song is called Damages. The band, I don't think, has been played on this show once, um, is Braid. No, and I know you're you're a little bit of a Braid fan. I am. Maybe we played them once, but it would be a long time. It would have been the first like few episodes. It's worth going back and checking. Eh. I'll wait. No, that's all right. Okay. No Coast is the album. Um, and the song is very much like about a conspiracy fueled by a drug sick mind. Which I think a lot of conspiracies are. <laughs> right? Yeah. Conspiracies um, and, and, and drugs seem to go hand in hand. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's, it's very much like about the hallucinations and the, the disconnect of what's real and what's not real, um, where, you know, everything starts to feel like conspiracy. Um, you know, we've all encountered people like that in life and it's, it's kind of scary. And I think what's scary about it is that they truly believe in that moment that, you know, everything's against them. Everyone's against them. And it's, it's super unpredictable. Mm hmm. Um, so yeah, this, this song's all about what, how I perceive it is, is drug skewed perception. Um, and there's like a very like kind of chaotic feeling associated with this song, like kind of this ebb and flow of chaos. Uh, great songwriting. Um, not a band that we play enough on this show, um, for being such a great band that they are. They they kind of hit and miss for me though, despite their greatness. Oh, they're giant hit or miss for me too. Like when they're yeah. great, when they're great, they're amazing, and when they're not, it's just kind of yeah. like, ooh, it's a little too artsy for me. Yeah. Do you listen to any of Bob Nana's solo stuff? I have. I, I'm not super crazy about it, but some of his other projects are good and stuff. So I did see so. I did see Braid play in in Texas. And did they play the hits or did they they do a mix? I'm not going to lie, Nathan. I was fairly intoxicated at the time, and which is a thing okay. I do, which is a thing I hate doing at shows. Even when I was a drinker, I yeah. hate being drunk at shows because I hate missing something that I was like really excited to see. You had an alcohol sick mind. Yeah, it was yeah. something. Yeah, something. This is kind of a fun one. Oh, as fun excellent. as excellent. It's not as uh, it's it's one of the more Interesting, fun conspiracies. Uh, and the band is called Deforesters. Do you know Deforesters? I do not know Deforesters. Deforesters are a band from Toronto, and it's got the drummer from Pup and a couple of members from a band called The Roman Line. Um, it's, I think they've only got the one album out. And it's like, it's like org core, I guess, pop punk. At the time, it was like really hyped as an org core album. But I think people don't like that term anymore, so it's done. I love that term. What are they going to call org core if not org core? Beard punk? Oh, that's awful. That makes me sad. I guess. I don't know. Old man punk? Punk for old dudes? <laughs> no. no. Isn't that horrible. dad rock? Yeah. All right, let's stop. The reason I picked this song 
is because it talks about two conspiracies. The first being the Denver airport conspiracy. Do you know much about the Denver airport conspiracy? I do not. And the Denver airport is a weird, crazy place. And it's got a lot of kind of big conspiracy theories about it. Um, There's talk about it being built by the Illuminati or Freemasons or some other New World Order group. There's supposed to be secret bunkers. Um, There's allegedly a vast connection or network of tunnels and subways used by these secret organizations or possibly aliens. Um, It's kind of like outside of Denver and there's a whole bunch of weird art um so there's all these weird stories about it and um like some of the art stuff is supposed to give clues to the end of the world and there's like all this stuff like there's a giant horse statue and it's people say it's like the horseman of the apocalypse although having seen it in person i just assumed it had and not knowing about the denver conspiracies at the time i just assumed it had to do with a bronco or a cowboy but maybe because we live in calgary and we see this kind of art all the time we don't think much of it but uh, anyway, there's lots of there's this whole idea that the Denver airport is this big crazy conspiracy, government conspiracy, or worse. Uh, on top of that, the song also references reptoids. Do you know what the reptoid conspiracy is? Are they the reptile people? Yes. Yes, I, I do. I am aware of the reptile people. So the reptile people, for those who don't know, is there's like this idea that the reptoids are a secret race of shapeshifters that have taken prominent role in a conspiracy against humans. So they're supposed to be politicians or musicians or people involved in the media. Um, and the catch is they also drink blood, you know, like the chupacabra. <laughs> well, reptiles do drink blood. Yeah. Anyway, there's a big tie in that the reptoids might be involved in the building of the Denver airport. Uh yeah it's bonkers and stupid uh but probably the truth is that the denver airport is super big it was over budget and a controversial project so there's probably always going to be secret stories about backdoor deals and the reason why it's not in denver proper and all that sort of stuff and it's like over budget um but uh one of the funny things is that the actual like people that run the denver airport like the corporation they play up these conspiracies now because they know it attracts people to, to spend money there, which I think is hilarious that somebody's like, yeah, it's ridiculous that we have all this crazy art. And people think there's reptoids running secret tunnels to the white house from here. Let's just play it up. Like I just imagine like a reptile mascot walking around, like taking <laughs> pictures with tourists and like a gift shop. That's like, I went to Reptor land. Like on Twitter and stuff like that. They'll be like, Oh, what does this weird art thing mean? Or what do these symbols mean in the airport? Whatever. <laughs> anyway, the band has got to have t-shirts, right? Oh, I bet do they you have they, t-shirts. I bet you they do. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know anything about it when I was in there. I've been there three times, and the one time when we went when I went to Denver with friends, I knew nothing about it. But but somebody brought it up once we got into the airport about all the art and how we should look around and stuff. And I was like, so I've I've read about it since. It's such a bonkers thing. I don't even wow. But you know, people like a good story. Damages braid and deforesters a song for the reptoids of Denver International Airport to sing.
listening uh we did actually get an email from someone who tracks this sort of thing and apparently we're moving up in the world of music podcast and that means you guys are listening so thank you very much for checking us out and uh if you feel inclined pop a nice review in an uh, apple Podcasts. i don't know if spotify does reviews do they do reviews or anything not to my knowledge just say something nice about us there anyway either that or is another shady attempt by uh some scammers to get us to sell ball terminals, but uh, I like to pretend you guys are, you guys are just listening. They don't know what that's about, Mike. Well, they don't need to know. Okay, that's, that's for the ball trimmer people <laughs> and the the money that they're trying to give us. <laughs> but fuck unsuccessfully the ma- though. Fuck the man. I'm not trimming my balls for anybody's money. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes the money. Yeah, there it's goes gone our money. before it even before it even came in. Uh, but yeah, seriously, thank you all. Thanks to the WhatsApp crew. Even though you tried to bring Good Charlotte into the conversation the other night, <laughs> if you want to join that, hit us up with a message either via email or on Instagram. If you follow us on Instagram, it's at High Fives Podcast. Uh, we post listener lists, and every Friday, Nate or me will su- and me, sorry, not or, will suggest an album to check out. So if you're looking for new music, that's a good way to interact with us um and if you do a list for this episode feel free to send in your favorite conspiracy theory or mystery and uh let's hear what your next pick is nate you know i it just occurred to me like i really struggled with this list and it just occurred to me like what what band would have had you could have done five songs easy just from one band and maybe it's going to ruin your last pick i don't know but the lillingtons Oh yeah, they would have been perfect. Their whole out, like everything's about conspiracies, yeah. isn't it? I didn't even think about them, but that's. I didn't yeah. think about them either. That would have been the choice. I mean, that would have been the obvious one that neither of us thought about. So, anybody who's compiling a list, there's your start. The Lillingtons. I forgot about them. Don't forget. Never forget. Hashtag. Uh, my last one, Mike, is again. It's more of a reaction 
to the constant threat or the perception of conspiracy. Um, I don't know that that's what it was written about, but when I heard this song just like magically come up on the shuffle the other day, it was like, there it is. There's your, there's your last pick. The shuffle handed it to me. The shuffle gives. It does. It does. The shuffle gives. You got to give, Mike. <laughs> you got to give. <laughs> we'll leave that one inside. That's too much to unpack. Oh, yeah. Uh, the song is We Know Who We Are, Who the Fuck Are You by Red City Radio. And it comes off of the split Red City Radio and the Gamets, which ultimately brings us full circle. It brings us right back to the beginning of this podcast, Mike. That's that's a good tie-in. You like that? Yeah. This song was written 10 years ago, and I think probably, well, maybe not more relevant today than, than before, but certainly continues to be relevant. I, it just kind of talks about the, the fact that, like, today, every thought, opinion seems to be polarizing. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, things like whether Tony Hawk 1 and 2 originally had vocals in the soundtrack or not. (laughs) And the idea of, you know, the idea of if you're not with me, you're against me. Um, You know, that there's only two sides to everything. There's there's no more in between. Um, The last line of the chorus is this conversation is getting us nowhere. And I think that that really encompasses the whole spirit of a lot of of what we've been talking about isn't that just the general theme of this podcast you versus me (laughs) (laughs) that could be the tagline (laughs) this conversation is getting us nowhere did you watch that bo burnham thing on uh on netflix i have not have you heard about it i saw it uh like pop up on my netflix thing but i haven't watched it yet it's pretty weird um i've i enjoyed it it's it's definitely out there and more weird than most things I've, I've seen, but there's this bit in it that he, and it doesn't ruin it. Like you can still watch it. I'm not giving anything away. It's a comedy show, but there's this bit in it where he's sitting there and he's, he's just like so frustrated. And it's just this one man show that takes place in, in a single room over the span of a year. And he's, he's just, He's just looking at the camera and looking down and looking at the camera and looking down. And he's like, could, could someone like, could just, could just someone, just, just anybody, just, just one person, just someone, one person anywhere, just one person, anyone, just, just anywhere, just shut the fuck up. And, and the whole thing just continues on from there about his frustration with with nobody having the ability to shut the fuck up anymore. Was this really relatable for you, Nate? Yeah, I feel like that's that's <laughs> that a little up, relatable. I feel, I feel like that sums up your personality, <laughs> really. Of like, won't you guys just fucking shut up? <laughs> I don't know that I'd I'd say that sums up my personality, but definitely feelings I have from time to time. Yeah, maybe that's more that more what I'm saying, not your personality. All right. All right. Well, thanks for clarifying. You're welcome. Um, You're not a total piece of shit. You used to be a piece of shit <laughs> when I slicked my hair back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We used to go for sloppy steaks and our dangerous <laughs> nights. <laughs> so that's my fifth pick, Mike. That's that's it. That's all. That's 
or I leave you. All right, Nate. I've got a long story for my fit, fifth pick, so I apologize. But Excellent. You were about to say Fitbit, but we both know you don't have one of those. No, I'm not fit. <laughs> uh, Nate, have you ever heard of Valiant Thor? Like, is that a band or is that like the full name of the comic book character? No, it is a band and the name of my next conspiracy theory thing. Okay, I feel like I have heard the band or heard of the band Valiant Thor. Okay, so the idea of Valiant Thor just just was new to me. I I heard it on a podcast a few weeks ago. Um, I knew the band because we saw them at Warp Tour and Volcom had given us permission to use them on a compilation that we were supposed to put out that we never put out back in the day. They're kind of a metal band with some thrash tendencies and stoner rock tendencies. Uh, think of Thin Lizzy with like, uh, with the more like metal sound to them. Sounds like org core to me, Mike. No, but it's something that you probably won't like. In fact, I wrote right. here, this, this description probably makes <laughs> Nate cringe. Well, if you wrote it, then it must be true. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, their name, Valiant Thor, I always assumed had to do with Thor from the comics or Norse gods or whatever, but nope, it has to do with a conspiracy. <laughs> And one of the crazier ones I've ever read about, it is about an alien that came to the world (laughs) to work with the government. So (laughs) the story goes that in 1957, an extraterrestrial landed outside of Washington, D.C. Allegedly, the creature remained on Earth for three years and worked with the government and scientists. A couple of weird things in this already weird story is that the being looked like a human, could speak any language and seemed able to predict the future. He also had a name, which was Valiant Thor, and claims to have been from Venus. So, here, this is crazy, hey? It is crazy. It's super crazy. So, Valiant Thor com- lands and he lands on Earth, and two police officers meet him, and he compels these people to take him to the White House, which sounds crazy already. You're like, why are these cops going to be like, yeah, this this thing just says take me to the White House. So this thing has a name, Mike, and Valiant his name Thor. is Valiant Thor. So <laughs> the story goes that Valiant Thor goes to the White House to meet with Eisenhower and Nixon, apparently in some underground tunnel. Um, so like, again, underground tunnels must connect to the Denver airport, probably. Uh, <laughs> and the crazy thing is that Eisenhower is all about it. And there's a whole big side plot where Eisenhower was allegedly super involved with aliens and UFOs and had side deals with aliens that they could take people as long as they gave him government's like technology. So I don't know if that, that's a whole other weird conspiracy hole you can go down Eisenhower and aliens. Um, anyway, Thor says he's from a space council and they need to intervene in Earth's affairs to get rid of nuclear weapons because it's it's going to cause the end of the world and probably the universe. Um, Eisenhower and Nixon give him the time of day, but uh, he gets cock blocked by the CIA and the Secretary of Defense because they don't want the world to know there's aliens. Did the, did the research you say use the phrase cock blocked? blocked? <laughs> no. Or is that, did you put that in? That's my own uh, interpretation. That's your interpretation. That's my interpretation okay. of the events that occurred. So <laughs> they say that they don't want the world to know about aliens and that people wouldn't be prepared for this, but they'll take into consideration what's going on. Uh, so if this isn't weird enough. Thor gets in touch with some Christian evangelist named Dr. Frank Strange, 
which also sounds like a comic book character. <laughs> Isn't that Doctor Strange's first name? No. Okay. <laughs> Stephen Strange. <laughs> Not that nerdy. Uh, Thor tells Strange that Jesus was an alien too and that God's pissed off at humans <laughs> and they need to fix this. So Strange goes to work with him and uh, they go on this whole big thing with like, where Strange goes to these conferences and tries to explain why UFOs and the universe are connected to the Bible, etc. Um, to this day, they say that Thor lives, still lives here, lives outside of Vegas in a secret ship. Uh, and Strange writes books about UFOs and he's probably scamming people. Um, the weird thing is... <laughs> the weird thing. <laughs> there is some minor credibility given to this theory because a bunch of people have confirmed that Valiant Thor exists. There's a pic of him. Uh, there's a bunch of classified documents, <laughs> government documents in the United States that have pics of Thor working for the government. Valiant Thor. You Valiant, have to. Valiant Thor. You, sorry. You have to say his whole name, or else I start thinking about the comic book character. And for some unknown reason, the former Minister of Defense from Canada says these meetings happened, and he's met Thor or Valiant Thor. Sorry. And Eisenhower's granddaughter says this is all true. Anyway, it's super bonker, bonkers, and that's wow. A, and uh, if you ever want to do some some research into it, there's a bunch of interesting podcasts about Valiant Thor. Uh, I obviously don't believe that Valiant Thor is a real alien. I think that that strange guy probably made it up for a book, and people just ran with the story, uh, and probably picked a semi good looking dude that had government photos and be like, "Yeah, that's Valiant Thor." <laughs> I really hope that people stuck with this episode <laughs> because this right here is the most entertained I have ever been in 71 episodes. And I thank you for that, Michael. I really and truly from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Uh, I think you should thank Valiant Thor. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he were real, I certainly would. He's in Vegas. I certainly Go find would. Him. I mean, of all places, of course, that's where he'd be. Right? Like, is there any other place for aliens to go? This is like a super summed up version of it. There's a lot of crazy stuff, like, about tech that, that allegedly he knew about before we ever had it. And, like, there's some there's some talk that there's two other pe beings from the Space Council that are also here working with Valiant Thor. And, I don't know. Just, re it, like, seriously, it's worth reading up on because it's so bonkers. Uh, but that's how the band got their name. And uh, that's it. <laughs> And that's it. What's the song, Mike? Oh, shit. The song is, I hope the guest, the ghost of the dead haunt you, your soul forever. The song has nothing to do with Valiant Thor, but I couldn't pass up the story. So I had to go with the band name. <laughs> oh, wow. Do they have songs about Valiant Thor? Do you know? Uh, I don't know if there's any specifically about Valiant Thor, but there's a lot of stuff about the cosmos and things like that. and. It's been impressive to watch you work through this episode, Mike. <laughs> really impressive. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. One more time. We know who we are. Who the fuck are you? Red City Radio and Valiant Thor. I hope the ghost of the dead haunt your soul forever. Thanks for listening. Stay cool. Be excellent to each other. The truth is out there. Yeah,
something weird just clicked on my computer, so I just don't want it to fuck around with. You don't want it to fuck around? Yeah. What what weird clicked on it? Like a conspiracy clicked on it? Yeah. They're onto us. <laughs> <laughs> the weird men are coming. What, men, what was it? The green men or the, the, the suit men? In black. The men in black, man. They're coming. <laughs> MIB forever. Forever, ever? Forever, ever? <laughs> Sorry. It's just like uh, Flash wanted to uninstall all of a sudden. So, okay. Oh, uninstall? Oh. Yeah. That's right. not good. No, I'm all good now. I'm ready to roll.